help us walk more closely with Jesus. Uh, it's great to be with you today, wherever you're listening. Hello. And Jono is here as well. Yep, I'm here. And we have someone else in the studio today who we're talking to. Uh, welcome, Louis. Thank you, Josh. Louis, you, we're John. super excited to have you because you're actually our first interviewee from the 8am service. Ah, oh, what a privilege. We've been waiting, wanting someone on from 8am, well, since we started. Yeah. And it's finally <laughs> happened. Very exciting. Uh, now, Louis, uh, some people may not have met you. Uh, I imagine a lot of people who are listening, maybe the 32 listeners that we have, some yeah. of them may not have and met rising. you. And <laughs> rising. Um, so, could you just tell us a bit about yourself? What's your situation in life at the moment? Who are you? <laughs> who am I? <laughs> Pretty general. Well, yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, um, my name is Louis. It's it, everybody calls me Louis. It's an abbreviation of my, my my full name, which I don't want to go into at this point Ooh. in time. Oh, we might That's explore intriguing. that later. That's intriguing. Um, <laughs> my background is Greek, mm-hmm. and hence uh, uh, when uh, I came into this world, my parents brought me up with uh, the Greek Orthodox religion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I um, lived in a number of countries, um, but most of my uh, childhood was spent growing up in England before coming to Australia Mm. at the age of about 15. And um, I've been here ever since, and and I've grown to love Australia very much. Mm. I call it home now. Even though I do like to go back to Europe and to England, visit friends and see things. Uh, love the culture just like everybody mm-hmm, does mm-hmm. when they go to Europe. Um, I um, was fairly good in uh, subjects like uh, French, mathematics and physics at high school. I wanted to become uh, an engineer. Um, but as life would have it, it has some interesting twists. And what I've discovered, and I've had many twists in my life, many twists, which have been very important, very interesting, in, especially in hindsight, and I all attribute them to God. Yeah. Um, and um, when, when, I, when I went to apply for engineering, they said, oh, you can't do engineering because you've only got level three English, which I dropped from two oh. to get more points oh, right. during my high school certificate. So I looked around and they said, oh, you know, there's a new upcoming industry in computing. Would you like to get into that? And I said, okay. So I have been working in the computer field uh, for all of my professional life. Wow. You must have seen some changes. I have seen a lot of changes. When I first started, I was punching cards as my program. Wow. uh, On a big CDC mainframe and progressed through all those things. So I've seen a lot of changes. Mm. Some fundamentals never change. Mm. Um, One of the amazing things I see is that People in who are developers, they're called today, uh, they have so much better tools and so much powerful equi- equipment, but they don't have the same discipline and they're more lazy. It seems like something's gone up and some things have gone down. All right. Anyway. So I don't know if we can ask uh, this kind of question on, on the podcast, but what computer do you use? I'm a Mac. <laughs> He's a Mac, Mac man? Mac. Yeah. That's big. It, it is by far a superior system. Its kernel is Unix as opposed to the atrocious Windows system. Oof, warning, DOS. opinions are being voiced here. Go on. <laughs> um, 
It is also so much more intuitive, friendly, robust, capable, especially for people like myself who are vision impaired. Yeah, yeah. Louis, you mentioned during that um, very helpful biographical sketch that there there were twists and maybe turns in your in your life, and you you, you said that um, God was responsible for those. So you're a Christian, and we're interested in in um, maybe some significant influences in in you becoming a Christian. Could you talk about them? Sure, Jonathan. Um, a lot of people ask the question, you know, you know, when you became a Christian, um, and there are a lot of people who became Christians at some point in life, sometimes a later point in life. But as far as I can remember, I was always a Christian. Um, uh, I didn't just simply go to church with my parents. I just believed in Christ. I believed in God. I've got four brothers who unfortunately do not. So going to church doesn't make you a Christian by any means. Um, It's something from within as in the heart. Um, And I felt so strongly that whenever I saw anything that was... Uh, disrespectful of God, I would feel very angry and would try to rectify that. As an example, when I was going to university, um, there was some boarding around the the library and somebody had painted some very bad comments against God. So I asked one of my brothers to come with me one late evening when it was dark with a couple of cans of paint and we painted all over that just to obliterate it. Right. What did you paint? Would you just whitewash it? White, whitewash. Yeah. It. Right. Um, but other other changes and turns were, for example, when I went to South America or Latin America for a long holiday, mm. about four months. I'd accumulate all my uh, long service leave and annual leave and took them. Um, there, I I just found myself totally bewildered by the contrast and high inflation and things that were going even though in brazil i liked the people and i liked the culture and the foods and i just said i can't make sense of this and i just let myself say i let the powers that be as in god take me and do what 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 he wants and that is when i met my wife Hmm. so that was a good thing so you met your totally wife unexpected. in Brazil. In Brazil. Oh wow! Is she Brazilian? She's Brazilian. Hmm. And um, and a staunch Catholic. Right, right. Um, the other things that have happened in my life uh, bef- before that was um, when I was still at high school. I'd go out with my friends, and um, one time. We used to go out on, on Friday, Saturday nights to a hall and there was a church beside it. And um, one night the, the, the people there at the church asked us to go there and, and speak to about something. And I was pretty bashful and I thought to myself, what am I going to say? And without my realizing what was happening, I started to talk about the Cold War. And it what didn't feel like I was speaking, but something else had welled up inside me. Mm. And um, in short, just to get, just to keep a long story short, I I said that the, the Berlin Wall was not going to go down just because of decisions made by the USSR or the US government, but by the people. And twenty, and I just forgot about that, went on with life, and about twenty years later, that's exactly what happened. 
Hmm. And I didn't realize until many years later, studying the Bible, that I had felt the Holy Spirit and I was prophes- I had prophesied. Because I can't think of any other explanation. Hmm. Hmm. Um, now... Other, other things that have happened was that about 12 years ago, we were going to some fair at uh, Pennant Hills, and there was a radio station there, and I kind of liked the music. It was Hope 103.2. Oh, yeah. So I started listening to that. Um, but then I discovered that there was a certain pastor on a Sunday morning talking about various parts of the Bible, and that was Simon Manchester from St. Thomas's Church. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I liked how he explained things and how he covered so many parts of the Bible. So I just started to listen in. And that's when my interest in the Bible and Christianity and as the program was called Christian Growth started to take off. Mm. Um, because for many, for many years I had looked at, at a very large King James Bible, but it just looked so overwhelming, the size of it. And then with my eyes deteriorating, I, there's no way I was going to be able to read that. But I had discovered the, the beauty of audiobooks. Mm. And I bought one um, that's recorded by professional performing artists. And it's so easy to listen to and so quick to go through the whole Bible. All right, I, so I, the audiobook of the Bible. Yes. Is this the, um, is this the David Suchet one? I don't know that. Oh, my my mum loves him because he's Poirot. Yeah, and yeah, he, yeah, he's got a very good voice. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't know. I, I I can't recall. I can't remember. My memory's not very. Yeah. Good. Oh no. I can't remember the, the actor, but I could find that out. But it's um, it's one that is so so well uh, read. Mm. And it's got a very light, soft background music mm-hmm. thing to it. And um, I just would be listening to it on the bus, in the train, at any point in time that I could could listen to it. Mm-hmm. And it, it started to give me a, a good feel for what the Bible was and mm. and the context of everything. But it, I I um, filled filled that up with explanations listening to sermons mm-hmm. um, and also doing a bit of my own research and so my interest understanding and growth in God and Christ grew and I'm now doing a course thanks to Josh um, to, to learn even more about the Bible oh, yeah. just the basic stuff the introduction to the Bible course the introduction to the Bible yeah 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 so that's that's where I, where my 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 interest and Turning points mm. started to be uh, coming into effect through God mm-hmm. into my life. Right, and and to follow that up, what's what was then the connection point between you and 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 this church, St Andrews? All right. Um, before I came to, all right. I'll I'll go back to when I was at high school in England. Oof, <laughs> that's <laughs> yes. Just to put it in context, very quickly, very quickly. Yeah. There I had an English teacher who also did scripture. She was an excellent lady, a very good teacher. And she was the first person to introduce me to the New Testament. Mm. I went through the whole Testament and I liked it. And I've still got the book. 
So in England, I had already been introduced to the Anglican Church. So it wasn't something new for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so when I started to listen to Simon Manchester, I was also gaining my reinterest in the Anglican Church and hearing about the Reformed churches and, and, and understanding how they were much more focused and based on the Bible. The Greek Orthodox Church is very ritualistic, very ceremony-based and such. Mm-hmm. Um, the people hardly say anything and don't sing, the congregation that is. It's all done by a, couple, a few people singing the Psalms and, and, the, and the, the Father. And what, I, what, what dawned on me after a while was that I, it just wasn't giving me what I was wanting. It was just too thin. Um, and I wanted to know more about God and, and the Bible. So I, I looked around in the, in the local area and I looked at the websites of various churches around Wurunga and Toramara, etc. And when I looked at the website of St. Andrews, I liked what they said, either describe themselves, the look of the church, etc. I said, I'll go to this one first. I came one Sunday morning and Josh was actually giving a sermon that day too. I remember that day. Yes. Mm. And I liked <laughs> what I heard. Uh, I found the, the people there very warm and very sincere. And everybody very much focused on the word of, of God mm. and the Bible. To me, the thing I like most in life are people who are true, sincere. I don't like false things. I detest those things. And so everything just gelled for me. And I said, this is the church for me. And mm. I've been coming here ever since. Mm. That's great. It's wonderful to hear how you know, God's worked throughout your life. Mm. And there's been these moments you can look back on and see, see his work going on. Um, I think you mentioned there about people being welcoming. Um, but what else do you um, like about being part of the uh, 8 a.m. congregation? I li- okay, there's several things I like about the 8 a.m. congregation. I'm an early morning person. Oh, yes. Um, so I like coming in early. The 8 a.m. service is a more traditional service where just about every service they have Holy Communion, and I like that too. Hmm. Um, the people are largely my sort of age group or mature people, and there isn't that interference, if I can put it that way, of children <laughs> crying out and running around, whatever else. Although I, I did attend once the uh, the nine forty five session, and I enjoyed that too. It had different things, um, and I met a f- quite some very nice people at the nine forty five mm. session as well. Uh, but the the eight am session I like for those reasons. Mm. Yeah, great. Um, you, uh, Louis, you've been talking about God's word and how important it is to you and, um, how important, I guess, discovering it again was to you. Just wondering, is there anything, um, lately that you've been reflecting on from God's word, um, that you could encourage us with? Okay. Um, when we say lately, I suppose that could include it's a very broad in, term in Louis. the last few years. <laughs> um, General themes of the last yeah, few years, yeah. yeah. What 
what I keep asking myself the last few years is what does God want me to do? Mm-hmm. Because we are all God's servants. And as his servants, we are meant to do what he wishes us mm. to do. And I feel that as a bare minimum, what he wants us to do is to spread the word as much as we can. Uh, we can do so in whatever location or field of endeavor we're in. Um, it's like a raindrop. But if there's lots of raindrops, you can create a flood. And so I try to do my part wherever I can, whenever I can, however I can. But I also see that God, when I read, when I read the Bible and I hear other people, I say to myself, I also need to know him better. I need to know him well so that he is the person who is my best friend, my father. Um, somewhere recently I, I heard the explanation that when Christ called God Abba, it was like saying Dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that familiar, that close. And so I, I, I feel that I need to be getting closer to him. And the best way to do that is knowing him better. Mm. Mm. Very encouraging. Um, and... At this time, um, for many people, um, encouragement is, is, is perhaps what we need. Um, so, of course, I'm referring to the coronavirus. Even though things um, at the time of recording are starting to resume um, more of a, a, a normal shape, I'm wondering um, what encouragement you might have, say, um, for people who have been particularly negatively I- impacted. How do you as a Christian sort of um, think about this situation and what comfort can we draw as Christians in the midst of it? Okay. As a Christian, the greatest comfort we can draw on is the fact that God loves us. And so he's always there to help us and to do the best thing for us. And if you really believe and understand this, then you do not need to be worried. You do not need to be anxious. You know, this virus is just like any other kind of virus or any other thing that may be happening that seems to be threatful. God will protect us as he chooses. And if he chooses to let the virus affect us, what he's actually doing is he's choosing to take us earlier to his home. We as Christians need to always remember that this life is short and temporary and it's the kingdom that we need to be focusing on. Mm. So therefore, why be afraid? Mm. Thank you very much, Louis. I reckon that's a pretty good note to end on. Um, We are very grateful for you coming in today and speaking to us. And... uh, We're really glad that God's worked in your life as he has and that uh, you're part of our 8am congregation. Yeah. Thanks, Louis. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, John. Our composer in residence 
is Neo Rose.